0: Eight seventeen, nearly. British newspaper The Guardian described it as the twilight of the Merkel era as German Chancellor Angela Merkel recently announced she'll step down as Christian Democratic Union leader paving the way for other candidates to contest the party's leadership battle early next month, although she did say she will finish her term as national leader until 2021 which, well, in itself is interesting we can touch on both of those issues with Professor Joyce Um, Marcel Ben from the Department of Political Science at the University of Missouri-St. Louis to find out more about what it means for the political future of Germany and the European Union. And thank you for your time.
1: Good morning, Mr. Jensen. Thank you.
0: So last week we saw a a poll conducted in Germany. This was by the Insa Institute for Bild newspaper. 62% of around 4,000 respondents think or thought then, that Angela Merkel should step down as Chancellor at the beginning of 2019. What's going on there? Is is that kind of because uh, she's really in danger of going even beyond lame duck status between 2019 and 2021?
1: Well, I'm not so sure I would trust a poll that's been sp- uh, co-sponsored by the Zeitung, But there is obviously... Three or four different layers to this problem of people being tired of Merkel. Although it's, when you think about it, it's not really rational because the German economy is booming, the exports are just bursting out of the country at the seams, Uh, we have a shortage of skilled laborers, unemployment at an all-time low in most parts of the country, and the budget surplus, even the number of refugees are down. I think the basic problem is that after 18 years of being the face of the CDU, people are just getting a little bit tired of Angela Merkel. But I think more importantly, they are absolutely fed up with the inability of the grand coalition to move beyond this kind of daily bickering among certain personalities. And I blame most of that on Horst Seehofer from Bavaria.
0: But tell us a bit more about this potential lame duck status. What what can Chancellor Merkel achieve between now and 2021, having declared what she plans to do and stepping away from the leadership race of her own party?
1: Well, I don't think she's stepping away in the sense of having lost an election like Helmut Kohl or Gerhard Schroeder, for that matter. This is a very rational sort of Merkelian way of dealing with the succession question in Germany. First of all, they pushed her to name a successor, and she appointed Annegret kramp karrenbauer to be the sort of party executive Leader, and now she's announced that she is separating herself from the party leadership role and then will continue in this chancellor role. Well, that gives the CDU time to find someone who can be an effective voice and actually a, a very effective successor to this person. Merkel is not facing an immediate crisis in the Bundestag because we've seen that she has the support of the SPD, which is a grand coalition member, but she also has very strong support from Greens, and that has been sort of the pri- surprising outcome in these two state elections that took place recently. So she will be able to get her agenda through. The more important point is getting her agenda past the CSU in her own cabinet, because there's such Incredible tension between the CSU, the CDU, and the CSU and the SPD right now.
0: There's been talk of, well, it's p- perhaps a little bit disparaging, mini Merkel uh, coming in to replace her at some point. Annegret Kramp Karrenbauer. Um, you may have to correct me on the pronunciation there, but is that really uh, likely? What? What? Where's this uh, party heading? And. The second part of the question when the party does select its new leader what's the relationship likely to be with chancellor Merkel while she's still in charge
1: well again Merkel is pursuing a kind of path that she followed back in 1999 when the party leadership question was unresolved they're going to be scheduling roughly 10 regional conferences of rank and file party members where all of the party members will have an opportunity to meet all of the candidates for party leadership. There are currently 12 of those, but uh, AKK, as they call her, might be leading the pack, because the other two lead candidates, Jens Spahn and Friedrich Merz, are very conservative. And if there's one thing that Merkel has done, it has been to modernize the Christian Democratic Party. There are a lot of women who continue to support her and her policies, and I think after they go through this process, it will become a little bit more clear what kind of leader or how much of a sort of Merkel successor or an anti merkel figure people in the party really want to have. And I don't think we should underestimate uh, Kamp karrenbauer because she does have very strong conservative credentials on the one hand. She has had executive experience as a minister president in the Saarland, which neither one of her male rivals has and both of her male rivals are very neoliberal uh in their orientations and the CDU people back in 2002 2003 they clearly rejected a kind of neoliberal push in the german economic system uh they didn't want to see any kind of privatization of welfare state benefits so i i wouldn't downplay uh krumf Kalen, ability To kind of follow in the footsteps of Merkel. But I think more importantly, they have to go through this process because there clearly is not anybody who can step into the Chancellor's position right here and right now.
0: With the far-right alternative for Germany party, though, on the rise, is there a a danger that the future beyond Chancellor Merkel could could be a little bit bit uh, disturbing moving in the right direction for Germany and Europe as a whole?
1: Well, I'm delighted that you asked that question, because as far as I can tell right now, the AFD seems to have peaked. And the, those last two state elections are quite telling, I think. The AFD is so fragmented, it's already split four times. There is now a lot of talks, serious talk about the party possibly com- coming under surveillance through the office for constitutional protection and that will scare away even more of its supporters particularly those who might be police or teachers or otherwise in the civil service because they cannot be under surveillance for anti-constitutional behavior and keep their jobs in civil service Moreover, even in Bavaria, where the AFD was expected to take away votes from the CSU, the party that took the most votes away from the CSU and also the most votes away from the CDU in Hessen was actually the Greens. They're now up to 18, 19 percent, and so it's quite striking that people are going. From the sort of conservative party into the Green Party, because the Greens are really the only ones on the stage right now who are talking about the problems that are making people angry and making people fearful. For example, the lack of affordable housing in major metropolitan areas. Mm the concerns with climate change, the concerns over the diesel scandal and why consumers aren't being compensated. So in that sense, I don't see the AFD gaining votes. I only see the AFD starting to lose traction as more of these state elections proceed.
0: Well, Professor Mazhaban, thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you for the opportunity and good luck to all of you.